Video Junkyard Podcast. Blockbuster is giving free DVD rentals until the 4th of July. Yes, it's a Blockbuster video membership card. Cheap meat! So you can watch a bunch of different movies every day this weekend and not pay a dime. The Video Junkyard Podcast presents free rentals. Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Video Junkyard Podcast. And if you joined us last time, well, last time we did one of these, we are doing another free rentals episode. And what that means is we uh, basically are going to talk in the free form about whatever it is we uh, choose to talk about. And... Hopefully you're finding that amusing to listen to, and uh, haven't had any feedback on it yet, but if you uh, have any opinions, please write as soon as possible. What, is somebody lighting off firecrackers in the background? <laughs> oh, I mean, it is a Super Bowl weekend, oh, so right. I can I can uh, hear the people outside my window. Um, <laughs> nice, nice. That's right, that was that was tonight. I, 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 anyway, I, with me as always is uh, my friends and co-hosts, Joe and Ryan. How's it going, guys? Hello. It's going Hello. well. <laughs> Hello there. <laughs> Yeah, yes, yeah, the the Super Bowl. I think it's funny in Wisconsin the fact that the Packers were not in the Super Bowl this year. It's been like a fucking ghost town around this state. It's just yeah. people wandering aimlessly. They don't know what to do with themselves when there's football on TV, but it's not the Packers. They just <laughs> See, don't I, know what to do. I always look forward to those times because then I could like, oh, cool, it's a Packer game. I can go out and do shit and no one's going to be around. And it's, then today, yeah. went to the gym and like, oh my god, there's fucking people here. Why? Well, it, it's, <laughs> it's almost like being in a zombie movie, but the zombies are totally harmless. They're just kind of um, wandering yeah. around and just they're in your way. Mostly harmless. And because, yeah, it's... It, Mostly. It, people just kind of wandering around like, go pack, go. Oh, what? No, no pack, go. Pack went. Pack gone? No pack, no. No pack, no. <laughs> and yeah, it's like that. They don't get how to be like. There's football on TV, but it's not Green Bay. I don't understand. So yeah, I, I literally, I like until a couple weeks ago forgot it was even coming up because just football is not an entity in my life. Which people, this blows the back of most mis- Midwesterners' heads off when it's like um, they ask me something or start talking about football. And it's like, no, I don't, I don't watch football. And they're like, oh, really? like and it just like doesn't compute like they'll keep trying to talk about it it's like no I, I really don't i haven't watched a game of football in over five years like i don't watch it <laughs> like yeah um, well yeah, yeah i get that too the you know try to talk to you about football i i don't follow football and then they kind of act like oh i'm sorry i didn't know that you're a tree and i don't know how to talk to yeah. trees so <laughs> i'll just stand here and just stand here it, yeah. it gets really awkward it, it does get awkward because it's like we've lost the one piece of like common ground we were supposed to have as two dudes that just don't know each other in a room like it's like okay like, see i but this, the thing about- I, I i was gonna say i for my situation uh past few years it's like they just know anybody like they start talking about football look and like oh you don't watch <laughs> and they laugh i'm like what the fuck is that supposed to mean? Yeah, like, why so do you it, assume that? Yeah, it gets twisted on, and I get defensive and shit, and they go, oh, okay, who do you follow? I'm like, oh, I don't actually watch. I, I just, I, I, I felt like I needed <laughs> actually, to defend myself there for right. a moment. Um, I think yeah, contact it, sports are terrible for mental health. Yeah, I, you know, and it's each to their own. Like, I'm not, I, I hate people get all like, you know, either way they get touchy about it. Like, if that's what you're into, and that's what you're, you know, passionate about, and you're a fan of it, great. Uh, go do your thing um it 
I don't know why they get a free pass for that type of like weird social behavior though, because if I just walked up to someone and started talking about Doctor Who, like randomly, some guy at the bar just like laid into him with all the you know different names of doctors and actors and this episode name and this number and classic Who and this and that, they would like bolt right. It'd just be like, what the hell's wrong with you, nerdy weirdo? You know, get away from me. So is it okay for someone to do vice versa? Like, (laughs) like, I don't know. And and really, honestly, it's okay to talk about anything with anyone that you want to. It's just a weird, weird social stigma. (laughs) It it is Um, very, very quickly. You can edit this part out, but I found it. It's what's up followed by what's in your cup. Oh, yeah. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, let's do that then. I won't edit it out. You just introduced the the bit. So we were okay. trying to figure that out before we were recording. So yeah, yeah. Found my notes. It was covered in mysterious ash. We won't yeah, talk so, about that. So let's do that. We kind of did the what's up with the Super Bowl. So maybe we should skip right to the what's in your cup. So what do you, what are you guys drinking this evening, if I may be so bold to ask? Um, I'm drinking a Lining Kugels, original original okay original yeah, yeah. which t- around here okay. is like that just comes out of the tap up it there, pretty right? much like does it yeah it's actually the... like it's it's the cheapest one of the cheapest beers i can find which in most nice. other places it's it's almost considered an import so yeah <laughs> yeah um i myself am drinking a wisconsin beer uh the uh pecatonica beer company which is not made in my hometown it's made in uh Potosi, Wisconsin, but um, which I believe is on the Pecatonica River, thus the name. Um, and it is the Musky Lager, which I got as a Christmas gift. How and is it's, that? It's okay. Okay. <laughs> it does. It's not blowing me away, but it's fine. It's they, totally drinkable. They their first beer, which I I was excited about when it first came out. I was like, oh, there's gonna be a Pecatonica beer. That's cool. Um, was their Nightfall Lager, mm-hmm. which is like a really yeah, dark black lager it's almost um i don't know it's almost an ale it just it's a lager but it almost has like an ale profile to it uh and they introduced it in like middle of summer like Mm -hmm. i don't want to drink that and it's super hot out i want to drink that when it's cold it's like you know it'd be like drinking a bock outside on like 105 degrees i don't want to do that (laughs) (laughs) but yeah yeah their beer's kind of hit or miss what about you, Ryan? Yeah, it's it's been mostly so, missed for me. But, oh, yeah, sorry. So, uh, speaking of Bach, I, or uh, that's actually what I'm drinking. But I'm drinking I'm drinking the Aldi generic brand. So, yes. oh, the one yeah. that actually has a goat on it. Um, yeah. Actually, I, I'll be honest with you. As we took so long to get ready, I finished it, and now I'm whipping out my actual Shiner uh, Bach, my 16 ounce <laughs> that my girlfriend oh. was nice enough to surprised me with when we were getting gas when we were grocery shopping oh. she went inside so like you're going to do a, com- like a comparison then. nice i'm gonna actually do a comparison actually hold on yeah. let me now i just back finished the one so yeah you can hear that sound so <laughs> we'll i'm gonna drink my 16 ounce which was you know we did something very similar to this last night with fried chicken like we did traditional oh, fried chicken and then up, air fryer fried two chicken. Places? Oh, no, okay, no, no. <laughs> we we made a couple legs in like a pot of oil and then we did a couple in an air fryer. Mm-hmm. And I mean traditional hands down. There's no contest. It's the best. Yeah. But if I really really want fried chicken and I don't want to feel horribly guilty about it and I don't want the mess, air fryer is totally nothing to scoff at. Oh yeah, the air fryer does a good job with stuff. You're right. It's not quite as good as the yeah. the real thing, but yeah. yeah. 
Ryan, what's the verdict? A ton better than you. Yeah. The verdict is, uh, it's 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 smoother. But weirdly enough, the the Aldi brand one has more of a taste. Good or bad, it just has more of a a distinct taste. But maybe because it it was getting warm near the end because I kept drinking it, and this one's like freshly cold. Oh, that plays a Um, huge difference. It does. Yeah, the, so I mean, it's, it's pretty much the fucking same, I guess. Not bad, yeah. Um, but you know, you got one with a goat on it and one with the ram, and I love the the ugly, weird looking goat thing. Yeah. So I'm for it. Thanks, Aldi. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so you guys uh, been watching anything anything cool lately? Uh, nothing cool. Nothing cool. Just all shit. <laughs> no, no, no. Actually, yes. um, I just. I mean, I'm on this podcast. Of course, I'm not watching anything cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was. I, I uh, recently just finished up Doom Patrol uh, because mm. thanks oh, nice. to Joe, he gave me his his backstage pass to uh, DC content. No, I did not. That's not dirty. <laughs> mm. That's untrue. You can't prove anything. I did not do that because that would be wrong. <laughs> um. Anyway, he, he's giving me give, giving a taste, just a taste. But no, yeah. Uh, fucking a. I really love Doom Patrol. Yes. I, I knew I was Doom going Patrol to. Doom Patrol was great, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. When they released like the first episode for free on YouTube, like when they first started, um, I was like, God, I really want to watch this show. And wouldn't you know it? Just last week, I finally fucking got to. And it's it's uh, what I loved about that one is it's so strange. Um, oh yeah. And it 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 just that's what it is. Revels in being strange and it. But it's funny, weird, and yeah, it, like it just gets a kick out. of gets a kick out of itself sounds like something that's but but it, it has fun with its weirdness and yeah it's... oh yeah and i think uh having brendan fraser back is great yeah especially as yes, robot thank man. god the world is back to a place that i can understand a little better yeah just a little bit. <laughs> well i mean he's he's really great in that in that role um i i actually want to have a t-shirt made that shows like the robot man face except kind of like in the red white and blue barack obama uh, campaign oh, image, the, except instead yeah. underneath of saying like, you know, yes we can, just have it go the fuck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, Holy shit, and the yeah. fuck is pretty the much fuck? his slogan. Yeah, yep. that was yeah. I mean, the whole cast of that was was great. I was a little eh on Cyborg every now and then, but overall, yeah, me too. But overall, but even, was, yeah. I would say like I was not expecting Cyborg to be approached in kind of like a Robin kind of way, but it, like it worked i'm like holy shit that actually uh he he's be- he's portrayed better than i thought he was going to be portrayed because i didn't really know how they're going to portray him <laughs> so i guess i'm more positive on that note but uh overall like i'm excited for when it comes out again because yeah that's definitely fourth wall breaking beauty <laughs> it's a beauty oh um, even in the one of the was it the first or second episode where you first meet the villain mr nobody and the end of the first it's the end of the first, first. just yeah. when they ask but like, he's he narrates throughout the whole first yeah. episode you're like who are you talking to or something like that he's like grant morrison fans <laughs> yes that's that's <laughs> that actually was... the beginning that was the beginning of the second episode okay yeah, yeah. yeah. there we go yeah and he, he yep. just yeah and he breaks the fourth wall all throughout the series like and it's kind of built into his character that he is that i don't know that's his power meta, like entity, that's his yeah, superpower so. yeah he can he can make events happen as he narrates them, like watching uh, a sexual uh, encounter between a giant rat and a giant cockroach. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 that was uncomfortable. Yeah. But and the, 
Yep, this is really in the show, guys. It's great. Yeah, well, what I loved about it is that they, they didn't shy away from bringing in some really kind of odd... I mean, you look, they, they could have played it as safe as possible and still had a Doom Patrol show, but they, they went with, you know, the Beard Hunter. They included. Oh my the god, the Beard Hunter was my favorite him. fucking thing. <laughs> was I so weird. The, the sentient and, and street. The, Danny um, the Street. They had Danny, Danny the, the Street, street in it, and it was done so well. Yeah, it's, oh my it's god, stuff that I really like is tough from a, like, a standpoint of you to explain it to somebody what it's all about. Uh, it's stuff that'd be hard to visualize, and they did a great job. With uh, um, yeah, one one kind of one sense. <laughs> one part that I thought was really uh, pretty damn good. It, yeah. It's not one part, but it's 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 a story element for um, the negative man and his his like struggle with like his homosexuality and like accepting it. But yeah. like the the relationship that they have with his lover, um, like I'm not gonna lie when they when they are finally like getting closer together like sh- like having that moment where he's trying to get him to like open out uh, open up more and and like that that kind of sadness that way i almost fucking cried i'm not gonna lie like they really had like touching moments yeah throughout uh, the and show, i'm like holy shit this is great because this isn't just like having a gay character to have a gay character like they really are exploring like like these deeper there was elements. great moments of drama with many of the characters in the show Very that was probably much. the most the best like the most developed but yeah it was not it wasn't all just silliness either yeah it was well made in every aspect so, like you, you didn't know. like yeah it definitely goes deeper than 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 you anticipate with a show that's just so off the wall yeah um <laughs> well especially uh, when you have a character like beard hunter yeah oh my fucking no god <laughs> And he's a fucking dude that lives in his mom's basement and takes himself fucking... He's a neckbeard. That's the funny part. He's definitely not... Well, he's not like a milady type of neckbeard, but he's definitely like along those lines of a... Internet troll type, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, like you like... If you're a nerd, you know who who he is. What I also liked about it was they they never address um, like any kind of a timeline with the show. Because you've got characters whose backstories are in, like, the 1950s, but this show is yeah. taking place essentially today. It is, And yeah. they don't... They have the dates, They but... don't address, like, yeah, well, this person would be, well, yeah. you know, this many years old. Rita Farr would have been hundred year, close to 100 years old if she followed the right. timeline that... Well, yeah. none of the main characters age, but everyone else around them does. Right. So there's yeah. something about... Yeah. I, I mean, I think they just say something that's about their, like, being a metahuman. They don't age. Yeah. It's something about their metahuman powers, yeah, yeah. that make them... But they yeah, never really thought it, talk much about it. It would be addressed a little bit, and I thought it was going to be kind of folded into the Mr. Nobody's manipulation of everything, you know, the entire kind of universe that it's taking place in. But they never really addressed it, and I actually was okay with that. Yeah. I well, didn't they really kind have of, to have an way, explanation. Like, no. They kind of, in a way, explain, like, why they are brought together is actually because they have, like, this immortality. Like it's very loosely like that's actually why the chief spoilers. Yeah. Well, By the way, um, yeah, I we mean, should we care. should mention that I suppose on this because we're going to talk about so many different things. Spoiler alerts. Uh, yeah, all over um, the place. <laughs> but they do kind of touch on like the age factor in terms of like how why why the chief actually ended up bringing all these people together. I won't go deeper into that yeah, for that spoiler territory, but it is it does have something to do with chief. Yeah. It's not really like, explained. It's like kind of mentioned but they focus more on the drama and how this means to the rest of the characters and this the pseudo family more so than 
motivation. Right. And that, yep. that was completely fine. Well, and speaking of the chief, another great performance, I think, by Timothy, Timothy Dalton. Dalton. Which, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, he just keeps I think it's one of my favorites me. by him. Yeah. He's perfect. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, and uh, I'm, I'm happy, you know, that I'm happy to say that this was, that has been greenlit for a season two. I know it, right after it came out and it was such a big hit and it was coming out every week, which is kind of neat that DC is one of the only services that's doing that. Mm, well, now Disney Plus, too. Well, yeah. and Disney Plus is doing it now, too. So those are the only ones that were like, okay, here's your weekly show. It's not all coming out at once. Because um, even Netflix still does that. They still just binge yeah. here's everything. Um, I like I like it weekly. I know I know like a whole generation of people do, don't, but if yeah. I'm actually going to watch a show, like it's so much easier for me to keep caught up with something. I'm not going to watch a whole season in two days and be able to talk about it with all my... Well, yeah. and I, I like the the ritual of it's Sunday night, it's time to do this, or it's Friday night, it's time to you know make work that into a schedule because that's I think that's one of the reasons I, and I know I could just budget my time right, but uh, I think that's mm-hmm. one of the reasons why I don't keep up with as many shows as I would like to is by the time I get around to watching, I've got so much other stuff to do. If I can pick a few right. and just work those in, because I know okay, well this is the the new episode. That kind of helps, I think. I've yeah, actually helps me a lot. But... Discovered a new uh, series on HBO. I've been watching The Outsider. Um, What's that? Oh yeah, that's just it's a Stephen King story. Um, gosh, I, the book just came out like a year or two ago. I mean, it's not long. super old. No, yeah, um, five years at the most. Yeah, uh, it's essentially uh, oh, God. It's it's pretty good just typical Stephen I don't want to say typical Stephen King but um, it's the one that has a very similar plot to the dark half isn't it yeah there's about. yeah there's a there's a part of it the main part of it not is to the, say he's derivative but yeah no good. actually and at first I thought it was going to be so essentially the the basic plot to hook you into it is there's been this horrible 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 murder committed and they've got the suspect and they've got the same DNA they've got his prints all over the crime scene and they've got bloody clothes and everything They've got eyewitnesses. He didn't do it, though, and he can prove it because he was almost 100 miles away the exact time that murder was taking place, and there's video footage and fingerprints of him at that location at the same time. How is that possible? And it goes from there down some pretty dark, even darker avenues. Uh, but that has been really good. It's it's mostly about this kind of older detective who's investigating Yeah, the it. cast is pretty great, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, the, the Paul... Um, not Paul, what the hell is his name? Um, um, Jason Bateman is... I almost said Paul yeah. Dano. Jason Bateman is... He directs the first few episodes. He's one of the leading roles uh, in the series. Uh, ben Mendelsohn, though, is the main yep. cast. He's the, the head detective. So anybody not familiar with the name, he was Carrick in Star Wars Rogue One. He was the villain in Rogue One. Yep. And he's excellent. Yeah, he's pretty great and stuff. It's nice um, to see him in not a villainous role <laughs> for once. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that's well, been surpri- a really good one. He actually plays a, a not a villainous role in Marvel, Captain Marvel. Uh, half and half. <laughs> yeah, kind of 50-50. That's right. He is the, yeah. the leader of the scrolls in that. Um, so, yeah, that's been a, a show that I've been enjoying. But it's, so it's that one book, of those... by the way, came out in 2018. Okay, so, yeah, two years ago. So, yeah, um, you were closer than they, me. They moved really quick on getting this into an HBO series, but it's very, very good. Um, gosh, it's it's one of those that's kind of like... Um, 
if if anybody watched uh, Criminal Minds or um, you know any any kind of detective or true crime show, how it it sucks you in, but for kind of the wrong reasons because it's that morbid curiosity. This this one does that too. <laughs> nice. Okay. Yeah. Like I, I yeah, did the same thing with it, Mindhunter. <laughs> it uh, pretty automatically piques my interest just because it's a Stephen King adaptation. I, I've not read the book. Mm-hmm. It's, but um, yeah, I, I'd like to check it out um, at some point. Don't have the HBO right now. Dying to watch the Watchmen show. Uh, but, same. Yeah, yeah, I don't have it. I'll I'll figure out a way to watch it one of these days. But <laughs> your time will come. <laughs> yeah. So I so yeah if I ever yeah. do hook myself up with HBO again maybe I'll check that out as well yeah or yeah I hopefully it'll come to another streaming service soon too and um so actually I do have a a, a topic I wanted to bring up to you guys which is one of the other things I was going to chat about but um mm. you know we we review a fair amount of horror and thriller films on on the show but I and I'm kind of embarrassed to admit this. I've just recently started really looking into like what the hell are these things called creepy pastas on the internet? Oh, oh really? Yeah. <laughs> and I've never really read them, but now I'm like, oh, there are these kind of internet urban legend horror stories mm-hmm. or scary stories. Yeah. Um, kind of a yeah, new age, new age horror fiction, kind of dressed up as urban myths or quote unquote the truth, but yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and I just also they're four seasons into the show but just recently discovered that there's a series called channel zero mm-hmm. um that it, each, i'm aware of it I yeah seen them, each but. season is its own story kind of like american horror story except each season's story is inspired or based on a well-known creepypasta oh really hmm. and i just started it last night and it scared the living shit out of me I've heard that from multiple people that it is a hor- it is a terrifying show. Yeah, uh, it's um, it, it's on Shutter. It's where I've been watching it, but I guess yeah. it's a sci-fi show. A sci-fi. On, I think Shutter now owns it and yeah. is producing the new season. Like it started, lasted a season or two on sci-fi, and that's what Shutter. Yeah, Shutter's been doing that with as well as well, yeah. every streaming service this, buys up shows. That this story yeah. is goddamn scary. Holy shit. <laughs> Like yeah. you, you, you can keep that shit. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> you know what though? This, re- this isn't ahead. like a slasher thing though. It's just I know, I know. The, and like, I'm sure I've some of the few... stories are, but well, okay. So you me. Here's the thing with me and horror. I can't watch horror things. I it just the way that my imagination works. It's it, it's just too much. It always has been. It's always how it's going to be. But it doesn't mean that I don't have that same morbid curiosity. And I've read a few creepypastas um like i read one about uh like this like no sleep experiment like done in russia and like what it did to people like the way that what that was fucking written like oh my god it's it's fucking even just reading them like they do a good job and it's just like okay okay, i'm good Uh, they're very short they're casual um oh yeah yeah there there was uh the one so, that this one's based on is, I guess, based on a famous story called Candle Cove. That I'll just let you guys Google that. I, uh... uh. <laughs> because actually it works well into some I, of I our am discussions going about to. nostalgia. The whole thing's kind of based around a thing with nostalgia. It's, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, enjoy that one. Yeah, I kind of wanted to check out that show at one point, and it kind of fell off my radar, but you did a second or 
it's maybe the second person that is like highly recommended it and said it's just like really disturbing in a good way like creepy stuff like oh yeah like it, it's uh, it, within the first like five minutes i'm out. like well i'm interested <laughs> i'm invested now <laughs> yeah yeah it's it's um pretty creepy um i would i would definitely recommend that one but yeah and i feel kind of embarrassed like how the hell have i did i grow up with the internet and i i've heard the words creepy pasta i knew something about slender man but i didn't understand like what mm. these things are oh they're something i probably would like there's kind of yeah i was i was kind of late to the party um maybe it was right around the time the slender man thing got got the news i kind of like looked into like oh what is this and then i was like oh and i subs- i had a um subscription to it that with rss feed that would email me them all the time and i was reading them for a while oh. tried writing a couple myself didn't finish anything but um mm-hmm. yeah it was well, I like how some of them, they're, like I said, they're not just always basic, like, okay, here's a, a linear story. Some of them are written from, you know, just unique, like it's a fake news article or something like that. Yeah. Or what I what I was thinking when I was kind of thumbing through all of them, it, like, I, it's very modern, but in a way, it's also very classical. Like a lot of like old classic, you know, gothic horror stories, and even H.P. Lovecraft in the twentieth yeah. century use that kind of first person unreliable narrator um, thing to kind of get under your skin, um, and also to give you the sense of like madness and the thing. You know, um, when written well, creepypastas can totally do the same thing. Yeah, like that's um, so. Yeah, I think in a lot of ways it's it's very modern because it's it uses the internet as its kind of not only where it's posted but it's a lot of a lot of times it's a part of the story mm-hmm. uh as well um but yeah i think in a lot of ways it owes its some of its roots back to those like you know gothic era horror stories poe lovecraft etc yeah but, so, yeah so anyway. those have been fun <laughs> so yeah. being late to the party sucks but it's nice to know you've got a huge backlog to go through well, oh yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> there there's actually there's actually like some that are even like you on YouTube. Like their their whole story setup is actually based like, kind of like in a Blair Witch situation. Um, yeah. So you can actually watch like YouTube videos that some creators have made that are set up in, in, in such a way. I'm trying to think of a few that uh, I definitely find unnerving, but uh, I, none have popped in my head at the moment. Um, but I watched I watched certain breakdowns about them because it's just, even the breakdowns for these things like for me it's just the concept of fear. It's just like it is kind of like oh my god that was kind of thrilling. At the same time like now I can't turn off the light and I have to do that awkward like fucking Spider Man leap over my bed so like nothing grabs me <laughs> and I have like things on my bed that like hike it up high. Like there's like a good like foot of space <laughs> under my bed so I'm like there's a whole fucking body easily. There's a couple <laughs> like, there's of no... them down there. <laughs> Yeah, easily. Like, there's there's a fucking tea party and everything, and I'm invited. <laughs> well, um, I was just... It's funny, because it was, it was brought up to me that the show, uh, Channel Zero, was brought up to me when I was out with some, some friends the other night, and we were talking about shows that we watched, kind of like on this. And uh, I mentioned, like, yeah, I got Shudder, but I don't know. I've been thinking about, you know, when my subscription runs out, just not renewing it, because I don't know if I've been too impressed. I haven't found anything that really keeps me going back after Creep Show, which was pretty good. And this friend of mine was like, "Oh, you check up, check out Channel Zero, um, and yeah, now I'm like, okay, I'm keeping this because I've got to get through all these episodes, and yeah, I'm keeping this service. This is really good. 
Nice. Hopefully they they continue to be good. Unlike I don't know. I always had some problems with American Horror Story. How they have a, a history of having really really good first couple episodes, and by the end it just falls apart. Like pretty consistently. Yeah. I feel like the first season was the strongest season of that show, and even that kind of did that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But all, overall, I, I have found it amusing. It's still a pretty good show, but yeah, I, I know what you're saying. It's, by the end, it's kind of like, eh. You're convinced it's the best thing you've ever seen for the first three or four episodes, and then... <laughs> oh, American History. American Horror whatever. Story. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, okay, so that's the thing. Like, FX shows like that, and, like, I would say the same with CW. There's always... Their shows have a certain format like a certain like here's the materials that we we need to have like the sex like be prominent and like the swear words that aren't the f word and essentially but like there's just a flavor like a combination where you're just like you know what station that show came from or what what fucking yeah i would say american history fits that with the uh fx shows like same with like nip tuck yeah if anyone fucking remembers Nip Tuck. Oh, yeah, I remember um, Nip Tuck. That, yeah. that show was... Uh, I, I, that was weird. It was really weird. I was kind of a late one to that show, too. I was like, why do I want to watch some drama about plastic surgeons? But then I caught a few episodes. I'm like, oh, this is really fucked up. <laughs> it is. Um, this is the kind of trashy stuff really I want to watch. I remember being really into it, and then, like, later on, like, it's like looking back at, like, a shitty relationship. Like, when you're in the moment, like, this is great. But then when you look back, I'm like, why the fuck was I into that? Yeah. Like, why was I? That was that was not great. Um, oh, one of the YouTube things I was trying, I was looking up trying to remember. It's called Local 58. It's a, that's the name of the series. It's, it, like, takes on the guise of, like, a, like, a broadcast station like 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 recordings of a broadcast state (laughs) station like something's going on like something's weird and it gets kind of (laughs) creepy so um kind of hints at like alien invasion and trying to convince you to kill yourself type shit it's it's like okay oh that old chestnut yeah yeah that old chestnut (laughs) yeah Okay. Well, before we totally run out of time, there was one thing I wanted to actually ask you guys because we had talked about it once off the air. Have either of you had the chance to check out the lighthouse yet? I want to. I have not yet. I have it's not on yet. My queue, yeah, you I guys. Got got, I'll, maybe I'll just hold off for another free rentals until we can, so we could actually like talk about it. You know, whenever. I mean, not a rush, but um, yeah, check that one out. <laughs> Like, okay. I don't know if were you guys fans of. Uh, did either of you see The Witch, Robert Eggers' other? Yeah, film? I have not. No. Yeah. Um, there's some similarities, but some stark differences, and uh, but equally as I mean, I loved The Witch. I don't know how you guys how you felt about it, Joe. But I I liked it. It it was there's some parts that are pretty hard to watch, but it was. Um, I can't call it a slow burn, but it because it, it's not it's got some quick flashes that are very intense and then the rest of it's a slow burn and then another intense thing it, is that yeah. the same with the lighthouse is there intense scenes yes yes great um, <laughs> yeah it's uh gonna approach that one with caution maybe more intense in the lines of like questioning like sanity and like but it's not incredibly violent but it's it's certainly intense yeah at times hmm. cool. okay um, cool. but yeah it was it was it was really great so i finally saw that one that was one i was looking forward to for quite a while um let me think i saw 
a really, really, one I really, really liked that's kind of more in the so bad it's good uh, category, but a 19, let's see, it's like early 70s, 73 horror film called The Messiah of Evil. Any of you happen to yeah no. seen that that's no, probably no. more up joe's alley but <laughs> oh i gotta i gotta look at the the image to see i think you'll recognize the poster it's kind of a famous movie poster but um not at all what i was expecting um but i kind of liked it a lot in a way that it's almost like unwatchably ba- poorly produced at times and the acting is pretty <laughs> awful but i don't know there's something about it that's that's charming and the story makes no sense it's very almost european in that way like italian movies a lot of italian spaghetti horror films don't really have a great like narrative sense to them but that's yeah, racist yeah. yeah well yes i have seen this because royal dano's in it uh-huh um uh, i've never even seen anything yeah, about this i've seen it i think i've got a copy of it somewhere of course yeah, you it's, would it's we, pretty great well, i think it was um, on like one of those you know here's a a a box, mix pack, yeah, of, a mix pack of a bunch of discs, and it's on there. I don't know if I watched the. Yeah, disc it's or been not. jammed into some zombie movie sets, and it's totally not a zombie movie. But yeah, I think it that's has some where scenes I've got that it. are similar, but like, yeah. There's there's a, a movie I watched that I I can't say it's one of those so bad it's good. It's just so bad it's bad. Um, <laughs> and it, <laughs> it's just bad then. It's yeah. I, I think it's on Hulu or something, but it's it's called The Mermaid Song, and. The only thing that it's got trying to have going for it is the the actor who played Ramsey Bolton on Game of Thrones is in it. Oh, okay. In yep. a few scenes. What's his name? Yeah. And it's God, it's terrible. Oh, it was made in 2015. <laughs> yeah, I guess. it's yeah. really bad. I mean, and I mean bad in in the sense of horribly made. Where yeah. um, I think it was Dread Central even was like, what the fuck were they thinking? It's like, uh, the, for example, <laughs> the the background music in this movie is so loud you can't hear the dialogue. <laughs> and well, that's you, always a good. Well, you have to movie. wonder what filmmaker said. That's eh, good enough. Send it out. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. The dialogue school? wasn't really that great anyway. The music's yeah. great. I'm feeling it. Let's go with it. The the story doesn't really make a lot of sense. Like there's characters that do things that, like, well, based on how this character is in other aspects of this film, that doesn't make any sense. And it's just bad writing. So it's bad dialogue, bad writing, bad editing, bad sound mixing. Visual effects are like ah, they, they bought they found somebody who could do something somewhat decent with that but it's in it's surrounded in such a package of shit that it's like well i don't want that now you know yeah it's uh i i would say that's like an emphatic f <laughs> how the fuck did they get what's his name then i don't like, cause know like, i'm like does he owe he's someone definitely money? doing games of thrones yeah. at this time yeah yeah, yeah, but that's clearly who their they... check cleared probably. Like, <laughs> yeah, I wonder if they got him to come and do one day's worth of shoot, and they yeah. paid him, <laughs> and then he never saw another thing about it. And they were like, "Here are your lines, and here are your scenes," but it it was it was really really terrible. Like we kept we kept wondering like, is this so bad it's funny is it so bad is it european like is it something like is it so bad that maybe it's me like i don't <laughs> get it so bad it's european you know <laughs> but yeah. i like the i like the self de- the self doubt part like is it me yeah it, is, is this it movie fault? so d- does it just appear dumb to me because i'm dumb and it's really really smart 
Oh, I've, this was I've, like an I've abusive been watching relationship some stuff a few times movie. and wondered that, and then finally at the end, I'm like, no, that's just a bad movie. Like, yeah, it's not me. Like, well, that's <laughs> and by the way, that's what I meant clever. by is it so like, bad it's European. Clever, yeah. That's what I meant by yeah. the so bad it's European. Like, is this like a smart foreign movie, and I don't get it because I'm a dope. You know, yeah. like is it is it that level of bad? Like it's just bad to me because it's smart. No, it's like those people terrible. out there that'll argue with you that Tommy Wiseau is actually a genius and yeah, he, you know, meant for all of that to. And then you see right. an interview with him, and you totally in two seconds figure out no, that's he's totally he's totally legit. What he is, he made a shit movie because he doesn't know how to make movies. But <laughs> anyway, right? I God mean, bless his heart, and it can still be yeah. entertaining. And you know, but yeah, I mean, you know. of course, but. This is not one of them. So, um, yeah, no, there's a lot of so bad they're bad movies out there too. That's why I like to point out the so bad they're good ones. Because Messiah of Evil was great. I found it very enjoyable. But you you break down like why is it enjoyable? Like I don't know the 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 set like even like production stuff is there's bad camera work, poor sound, the acting's really wooden. They use narration to make the narr- the story make sense. Like lots of stuff that screams bad movie, right? Um, but there's yeah enough going on in it that check it out if you if you. You said you have seen it, but yeah, I yeah. was gonna say it's worth worth a worth a watch. It's on Prime for free. So yeah, this it, this one, and you can probably find it on Tubi and other places as well. Because oh yeah, it, I'm it's, sure it's everywhere. But um, yeah, Mermaid Song. I, I don't know if I'd recommend it. Um, <laughs> I, if you want to see an example of filmmakers that were like, "Fuck it, we don't care." Watch it. Like, is it is this movie done yet? Just get it out there. <laughs> it felt like it. You know, it felt yeah. like they all took that George Lucas quote of, you know, films aren't finished, they're just abandoned, and they were like, You're right, this'll have this will be great. Right like it is. <laughs> no, no, we I, we need we need a few special yeah. editions on this one. You're right, George. Mark this one abandoned. <laughs> yeah. I mean it's ah uh, yeah. it was it was it anyway yeah I, I was kept waiting for it to get better and it just never does which you know I so, d- yeah, it, wish I, that it pisses good. me off now more than it used to when a movie's really really bad because well, like, you got a little time like <laughs> yeah i don't get a lot of time so when i was like oh <laughs> god damn it now i'm mad i've wasted my time on it. you yeah. son of a bitch yeah. um, speaking of that the razzie nominations come out in a few days so we got to decide if we're doing that again yeah oh god we should we should <laughs> that'd yeah, be mine so first too. if we did but yeah i don't i'm trying to think what movies hit theaters that might actually be nominated i know they're year. everybody's screaming on the razzie site like all the all the um all the buzz around the razzies is the fred durst's film the fanatic is supposedly going to be a big big razzie nominee um, there's a fred durst um, movie called the fanatic yeah john travolta starred in it John Travolta's been up. in a movie? Oh my god. Yeah. Like recently. Um <laughs> Yeah, this year, yeah. Wow, okay. I at least last year I knew and, that. And what Holmes I've been reading and this is there's take it with a grain of salt because there's people on both sides of this, but what I've been reading is this is not not um one of the so bad it's bads, but so bad it's good movies, it's really horrible. But Oh my god. I, I getting, just looked up the fanatic and big time, um, so what's up with the john travolta bowl cut man yeah i know he is it just ooh, looks he is like a special he's a yeah, special snowflake let's <laughs> not forget that uh fred durst of limp biscuit directed wrote and directed this film so that's who fred durst is the name wasn't clicking <laughs> once you mentioned the lumpy biscuit i that's it that, yeah. that makes total Which sense supposedly he it doesn't make sense how he got john travolta too, so. but then again yeah. well you know I mean, scientology is doing that man a world of good you know you got to think if fred durst <laughs> is going to make a movie and it's a bad movie and you want to ask why he made the poor decisions he did 
it's simple. He did it all well, yeah. for the nookie. For the nookie. <laughs> so he can take that cookie. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. well, not yeah. even. That's <laughs> um, not even. At that, I, on that note, we're running out of time yeah, on free <laughs> rentals, so. Damn. You can take that I cookie. The, I didn't yeah. get the. I didn't, yeah. Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. So, well, yeah. Thanks for uh, joining us for just another sitting around and shooting the shit episode, and uh, hopefully you found it as enjoyable as we did to make. And uh, this is how we spend our super Super Bowl Sundays. Is, yeah. Yeah. Believe it or not, our inspiration for this show is actually like, well, the entire podcast in general, but we're a little more focused sometimes. But this is literally just the hey, let's have a couple beers and talk about movies. So. Yeah. That's, that's what you're getting, crap. folks. Yeah, that's <laughs> what you paid for, which was nothing. <laughs> sorry, so. sorry, sorry for occupying your free time. That's right. <laughs> take <laughs> take all complaints to Joe and Eric. <laughs> Thanks, Ryan. But yeah, I mean, hey, I, if our inbox got anything at this point, I would be super, super thrilled. So complain away. <laughs> that all being said, if you happen to have any contributions, questions, comments, criticisms, witticisms for any of the random rambling topics we've discussed tonight. Please feel free to reach out and tell us what you think. You can tweet us at Video Junk Pod. You can email us at Video Podcast at gmail.com. Or find us on our Facebook pages, the Video Junkyard Podcast formal page. Well, official page is a formal. You don't need to wear like a tux or anything. Or the Video Junkyard <laughs> Podcast group. Uh, send any thoughts or comments you have to any of those, and whatever we see, we'll read. So that'll be fun. Absolutely. And what do we coming have coming up, on up the right? Sh- yeah, it's coming up on the show. We have um, next week will be Death Becomes Her, and after that, Living with Yourself, Kingdom of Spiders, Demolition Man, Velocipaster, Beverly Hills Cop, uh, Barry Lyndon, and tons of other great stuff in 2020. Got a packed schedule for you, so I hope you'll keep coming back to join us for our review shows on the Video Junkyard Podcast, as well as um, our, our discussion shows. Yeah. So coming up actually next we- week, we have our big epic two-part. Couldn't quite stretch it to that trilogy, but epic two-part uh, Star Wars discussion. So, if, well, uh, I mean, it's it's next week from this recording. Uh, it depends on when this recording right. comes out. Well, <laughs> so... hopefully, we'll get this out quickly. The free rentals ones are supposed to go out. So quick. it's probably we'll, we'll already out, most it likely. Could be. <laughs> so it's, a, it's out. There. Check we'll out our Star it. Wars discussion part one. And there'll be more. There, of... I saved it. <laughs> more of those discussion style shows as well as uh trailer talk and uh whatever else we decide to you know sit down and we've, record so we've been busy we've been yeah, busy that's right we hope you've been enjoying everything and we th- want to thank you for tuning in and sharing the podcast around to other listeners and we hope they're enjoying it too so until next time this is the video junkyard podcast i'm joe peterson i'm eric O'Branson. i think i'm ryan seiskel yeah, yeah, no, I am, I am. I took a double, I took a double look. Um, I know. Bring it, bring it out, Limp Biscuit. You have been listening to the Video Junkyard Podcast. I do wish we could chat longer, but I'm having an old friend. You just can't let them go. Go. Stay on the road. Keep clear to the moors. We want to take this opportunity to thank you for listening to the Video Junkyard Podcast and remind you to find us on social media on Facebook at facebook.com slash videojunkyardpodcast, on Twitter at videojunkpod, and on Instagram as videojunkyardpodcast, all one word. 
want to thank you again for listening and keep digging. Who knows what treasures you'll find in the video junkyard. <laughs>